0: If it is important to women, it's important to Wilds Worldwide. Hello, I'm Alyssa Wilds of Wilds Worldwide, and I thank you in advance for your support of my podcast. Like Wilds Worldwide on Facebook. Follow me on Instagram at Alyssa's Random Thoughts and Twitter at Wilds Worldwide. We are on all major podcast platforms and broadcast on Facebook Live on Saturday mornings at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Like, share, share. Follow and subscribe to Wilds Worldwide. And remember, if you still have a pulse, it's because you have a purpose. Find your purpose. Walk in your purpose. Live out your purpose every single day. See you or talk to you real soon. Bye-bye. Good morning, everyone. Good morning, good morning. Welcome to or welcome back to Weekends of Wild Worldwide. I am so happy to have you here. I am so excited about this episode that you are about to partake in. It is, is extremely important. Today is the first Saturday in uh, Black History Month, and it is my duty to get us together, to get us on track, to get us back on track, however I possibly can. I am here for you guys. I am in the struggle with you. I need for everybody, before we bring out our guests, to do all of the things that we normally do, all of our housekeeping. Like, share, text tag. All of your people get them up and on. Share the link. Good morning. Good morning, Meek and Geraldine. Get all of your people up and on. We want to have a real live conversation. Good morning, Tamika. A real live conversation about money matters. I know for sure that there's always a plug. Every year somebody's toxic. You know, our words will change every year. You know, we, we've talk, gone through the whole toxic thing. Everybody was a narcissist. Hey, Susan. Everybody was a narcissist. Everybody was a sociopath. Generational wealth you know ran the gamut but how do we even get to good morning um norma daniels i want to know how do we even get to generational wealth when we are not even properly managing budgets if we in fact have no money so i want to have this important conversation good morning kelly I want to have this important conversation about money matters, just the basics of money matters, because it seems like we're slipping so far behind. We know all of the statistics that come along with black people that we only own one percent one percent of the wealth of the nation. Um, our households are uh, what do they say? The amount of money that we have, our, our net worth, our, our household net worth is only 10 percent of that of the white um, family. They're about $117,000 worth of wealth inside of a household. We are about ten dollars to $17,000 worth of wealth. And we really just want to get, you are not late, Kiki. I was actually late. So we, we want to just get, we want to get on point. We want to get our people in line and talk about what exactly are the root causes of this thing? What is leading us to be behind and further fall behind? I want to have this conversation and I want it to be, you know, no holes barred. I want it to be uncensored. And I want people to not be in their feelings. Of course, there are always some people that defy the exception. There are always some people who are not a part of this group, but I'm talking about largely, overwhelmingly for Black people, we are still behind the curve and falling further behind. So I'm going to give you guys another opportunity. Our numbers are going up. Good job. Good job. Everybody come in here because we need to have this um, conversation We do. It is Black History Month. By any means necessary, we're going to get ourselves together because we need to be able to um, contend on a global market. We need to be able to further our children along. We don't want to leave debt to our children you know petty debt to our children because we want our children to have a solid foundation to stand on. Let's do better in this lifetime so that our our generations because even if we don't have money to leave behind, at least we can leave them a clean slate so that they can thrive beyond us. So like share text tag get all of your people on let them know that weekends with wilds worldwide is back. Let them know that Tiffany uh Tiffany Jones is in queue waiting to come out and spread all of this knowledge that she has i have been following her now all of the pandemic thinking you know double dutching with her like i'm gonna jump in i'm gonna jump in i'm gonna get her i'm gonna get her i'm gonna get her you know we've had a couple few conversations in the inbox but here she is on my main stage i thank you so much for your yes tiffany welcome to weekends with wilds worldwide how are you Good
1: morning. Good morning, Grand Rising Queen. Thank you so much. First and foremost, I want to give it back to you for inviting me to this amazing podcast. I have been watching you as well, and your following is amazing. It's amazing. We have a mutual friend, Mr. Rajan Hornsby, and I. I thought that was amazing that we do because he has been a stepping stone for people to receive credit repair from our company because mm-hmm. he allowed us every Wednesday um, between the hours of 5 p.m. and 8 p.m. to utilize his space on the second floor to give out free information so that we can get our communities back to a debt-free community. So mm. I thought that was amazing. And then when I noticed that you guys were friends, I said, oh, I need to really get into this. I need to really understand who Miss Alyssa Wiles is. And I'm so <laughs> glad I did. Because when you reached out to me, I was like, "Absolutely, I'll get on your podcast. Why not?"
0: That's dope. That is so dope. So, tell me to be here. Plug that. Plug that thing that you're doing with Rashawn Hornsby on Wednesdays. Tell us where that is and how they can connect. Do they need to register? No, there's no registration at all. It's
1: actually we're gonna. We are located at 1216 Hatton Avenue in Camden, New Jersey and we're on the second floor it's at a store called the magic of on hatton and it's right above the magic on hatton and we are in there for three hours giving out free information on how to build your credit how to maintain your credit how to protect your credit and how to give your credit how to how to make your credit turn into generational wealth for your children so it's a really 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 amazing platform that he's given us And that's why he was the first person I mentioned, because without him doing that for us, we would not be able to help our community the way that we have.
0: I want to definitely Rashawn Hornsby is the man and he is um, he is a beacon. He is a beacon of hope in our communities. He's doing amazing things. So I do want to shout him out for all that he's doing Um, in this podcast. What you will notice is that I will highlight people's comments. Mm-hmm. Because Tamika L. Chester has came out strong and hard. Um, she was saying that we we need to be careful using statistics and comparisons when we are operating in a systemic op- oppressive system designed to limit our capabilities to earn money and generational wealth. So I do receive that. I absolutely do. And I do. And um, me, behind the scenes, I was already telling Tiffany that I wonder if there is some kind of trilling, healing trauma, trauma healing that needs to go along. That needs to be offered even prior to trying to get us on point with generational wealth, with budgeting and all of those things, because we are operating from a a place of lack. We are oftentimes operating from a place of lack and oftentimes operating out of survival. Out of survival. So what I do know is that this world is a totally different place than it was two years ago, just two years ago. Just two years ago, everything is exponentially higher. Everything costs so much. Credit is far more important. Um, and then I have to say, too, that um, opinions are even bigger because we got all of this stimulus money, we got all of this, uh, you know, income tax time has come around, come and gone. You know, they got all of this uh, money that went along with um, unemployment. So all of these opinions got bigger. You know, everybody feels about how people, what people should have done. But there are some people who really were so far down that the pandemic turned out to be the greatest blessing in the whole world. I saw people who were able to stay at home with their children and just give their children a life that they weren't able to provide prior to that. So I was so happy to see them thrive. But then there are such huge opinions and you know, the internet can go ballistic, can go mm-hmm. absolutely ballistic. And it, and it, and it garners, it, it kind of sways people's emotions and feelings about money. So talk, let's talk about the basics of what do we need? What, what should we have? What should every household, every basic household have when we're talking about financial money, management, money management, budgeting? Well, first off,
1: I feel like what, with, with- within response to the question that was given, Mm -hmm. I mean, the comment that was given, um, I agree as well. And I received that, you know, because at the end of the day, the truth of the matter is our cultural, you know, our communities, we're not given as much as other cultures are given. And that puts us in a place of lack, like you said before. So what I mean by that is, that can cause a childhood trauma within ourselves. Mm-hmm. And because of those childhood traumas, it it makes us how can I put this? It will cause us to have a sense of fear of money and a sense of losing money. And because of that mindset, we tend to go to things like I just made a post about other companies. I'm not sure if I'm allowed to speak on other companies while we're on here, but um speak there there are companies like Aaron's. Rent-A-Center and things like that that we gravitate to to get appliances for our homes when the truth of the matter is we could go out and actually purchase something flat out instead of spending triple the amount with a company that is requiring us to make a monthly payment. And the reason a lot of our people are doing that is because a lack of money matters and lack of knowledge when it comes to credit. Now, a way that we as a people can generate generational wealth for our children through credit repair is, let's say you get a a credit card. Now, as soon as you sign up for this new credit card, your child should be an authorized user. Do not give your child a card at all, but make them an authorized user because in doing so, as you are making your monthly payments, your on-time monthly payments, you are increasing your credit score and your child's credit score at the same time. Now, by the time your child is eighteen, your child will have a credit score within the seven and eight hundreds, and this gives them the buying power to get their own home coming straight out of high school.
0: So, but let's talk about the but to that. Mm-hmm. There's a but to that. If in fact I'm not making payments on time, mm-hmm. am I dragging my child down with me? Am I putting Absolutely. my child? At a deficit even before they've be, even before they've started life. That's absolutely
1: correct. And that's where I was going to go next because a lot of people we tend to, and I'm including myself in this because I was horrible with money. I really was. And it took my company, Jones Financial Solutions, becoming in conjunction with United Credit Education Services, in order to learn the, the process of maintaining your credit protecting your credit you know it's so important that we maintain our credit and if you are not diligent and disciplined you have to be diligent and disciplined and you have to always think of your children at the forefront because Mm -hmm. if you're not thinking of your children and you're not thinking about leaving them something it's it's so it's it's really mandatory to have your child at the forefront of your mind when you're doing things like this because at the end of the day, let's say you fall, you fall victim to an illness, at you know out out of um, out of out of notice, like without notice, you fall victim to an illness, and your child is of age to to care for you, and you've left them debt. Now, not only are they stressed about the debt, but they're stressed because you're sick, and it's it's a lot, you know. So you want to leave them with great income you want to leave them with great financial education you want them to have that knowledge base so that they can move forward in life and they can move forward confidently that's the big deal like if you don't maintain your own money your children will do horrible with money so you have to do these things because it's always about it's always about leading by example Mm -hmm. if you're not leading by example i guarantee you it's going to become a domino effect
0: how do we start the conversations about money management? How do we begin these conversations? I'm sorry. You'll see that I'll I'll move around quite a little bit. but No, it's okay. <laughs> um, how do we begin these conversations without the shame? Because I saw that Tamika said that, but oftentimes shame is associated with it. I've made mistakes. I need a little bit of help. You know, I'm trying to get back up on my feet. I've maxed out the credit cards for good reasons or not good reasons, you know, because sometimes we're just, we're really living in survival. I grew up in a household of survival. It was a beautiful struggle. My mom knew how to make everything, um, every holiday, wonderful and beautiful. And I honestly didn't know that we were poor because I lived in a neighborhood where we were all just the same, you know what I mean? So we were all just happy. We were just all happy kids. We, we just, everybody was the same. There was really nobody that, had it all on my block. We were just equally happy and going through the same things, obviously. But I, my mom mastered the beautiful struggle. But I do know now that there is so much shame associated with need. How do we begin the conversations minus the shame? Now, who are we
1: beginning this conversation? Are we speaking with us talking to our children or us talking to each other as adults? We're
0: talking about adults that needs to get back on track.
1: First and foremost, you got to have accountability. You have to have accountability. Like you have to look at your situation for what it is. And you have to tell yourself, okay, this is where I messed up, Mm -hmm. you know, because once you hold yourself accountable, the door is open. The floodgates open for you. It's like people will come out of nowhere to help you with credit, with, With Money Matters, everything. It's because of that accountability that you're able to receive the help that you desire. Now, -hmm. the conversation can begin with things like you can go into one of these little groups that they have on Facebook. I get it all the time. You get people that have questions like, you know what, guys, I'm looking for someone that knows about financial matters or that someone that can help me understand credit. They'll start the questions off like that. And I know that's an avenue to someone who really genuinely feels a way about how Mm -hmm. they maintain their credit. So I'll Mm -hmm. inbox them and have a private conversation before we make the conversation public. Mm -hmm. So that's like a a good, you know, that's like a good breaker for an icebreaker to speak to someone. They can easily Mm -hmm. say that they need help with credit repair or they can make it more passive. Like, does anyone know anyone, you know? And it's kind of like a reaching out without actually reaching directly to someone.
0: So we should be waiting for them to come to us. We can,
1: or we can put it out there ourselves. Like for example, with the, um, with the financial literacy course that we offer on Wednesdays, that's something that we put out every single week, every single week. Like I'll go live and I'll say to everyone, guys, we're coming back. We're back on Wednesday. I don't want you guys to feel ashamed of what you got going on. We've all struggled these last two years. This Mm -hmm. has been a moment of clarity for everyone. So if you just want to come out and learn, you want to come out and, you know, give some advice, by all means, come out, you know, because that's what it's about. It's about each one teach one. So Mm -hmm. that's why we have those three hours are open to everyone. Even if you have a fear of speaking to somebody about what you have going on, we have sessions where we pull you to the side and it's like we can do one-on-ones you know and I'm, I'm quick to tell my story this company has provided me with the opportunity to go from a 468 credit score to a 741 in less than six months so that's why i love this company you see what i mean
0: <laughs> y'all hear that's, that
1: that's Wait why i like minute. this company so much don't i'm not sure if you guys can see in the chat but i did write something early on before we came on and i put my website on there so so that anyone could take a look at my website and see what this company offers and it goes beyond credit repair well beyond credit repair there are 13 other services that are offered to you and it comes free with your protection plan when you sign up yeah they have things like a budgeting tool of course the flagship product of credit restoration then there's a credit builder which is amazing because you can input your information into this credit builder and it will help you along the way as you're trying to build your credit then they also have like a debt payoff any debt that you have you can input this debt into this system and what will happen is it will keep track of when your monthly payments are due and it'll give you a notification it'll give you a notification a few days before this this particular bill is due and it keeps you on track of your money it's kind of like how true bill operates you know mm-hmm. how they always contact you and let you know you got a bill coming up but it doesn't tell you this bill is due at this amount you know so with the debt payoff system you can do that with this company and then they give you a savings tool now the savings tool helps you save your money and it will help you gain access to things that you wouldn't have had access to before because you don't have the money, you know? Mm-hmm. Now we have people in our company who have paid off $80,000 in student loan debt with our debt payoff program.
0: So this company is amazing. We are, hold on for se- we're We're relying on Joe Biden to get us free of that. So I'm just gonna say that. <laughs> Actually I am too. So need <laughs> uncle Joe to get it together with those student loans. Like come on <laughs> uncle Joe
1: also we have a student loan pro program now that program is awesome as well i mean you can go more into detail into the website but we have that program available to you as well now we just started with our sable secure credit card here's the awesome part about this credit card this credit card after making four consecutive monthly payments it switches to an unsecured credit card which will then increase your credit score even more it's Mm -hmm. free to join It's an amazing credit card. I'm actually waiting for mine to come because the program just opened. So Mm -hmm. I immediately signed myself up. My children are signed up because it's really important to get them to a place where their credit scores are so magnificent that people are looking for them. You know, I no longer want my kids to feel the struggles I went through watching my mom struggle. Like you said, my mom made it a beautiful struggle just like yours, Mm -hmm. you know? So we never really knew we were poor. Until we got older, and it was like, "Oh, mommy needs some help. Mm-hmm. So let's go to work." You know, at sixteen, you're at McDonald's using your little checks to help with the lights and stuff like that.
0: You mm-hmm. know,
1: and that's real life. That's and real. Then, and then the pandemic comes along, and everybody, everybody just went bananas because it was like it was like a big shock. Like you got a big <laughs> slap in the face. Like this is real life. Here you go, slap. And everybody's like, "Oh my God." I can't go to work i can't be around family what is going on if you did not have access to video um chat it felt like you were in a world all by yourself you know so when it comes to money matters in the pandemic to me this is just my own personal for Mm -hmm. me it was a moment to find out who in the world i was because Mm -hmm. you 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 don't realize you're actually routine going to work every day
0: absolutely
1: taking your kids to school every day everything is routine but when that pandemic hit now your baby's at home you know you're developing a totally different relationship with them because you're spending more time with them
0: baby okay <laughs> <laughs> <All right. Yes. laughs> and then the spouse do we even like each other i like Would your you all this time is
1: a lot yes <laughs> so many people figured out that their children were either more intelligent than they knew Mm -hmm. or their child was lacking more than they knew or at the same time that their child watched more of what they did as opposed to taking Mm -hmm. care of what they have to do it was so much in that pandemic that i learned in my own personal life now me and my youngest daughter are extremely close so the pandemic didn't really like bother us too much until it got deep into it and it was like okay when are we going to be able to go outside because now Mm -hmm. i can't really talk to you about anything because i felt like i talked to you about everything even when it came to money matters i spoke to my daughter about she's a sophomore in college she's 19 years old and she's a sophomore in college now she's always been one of those children who she doesn't really like to be around other children so i end up homeschooling her and thank god i did because her homeschooling program had a financial literacy course. And Mm -hmm. that course taught her a lot to the point where her and I were having conversations about, well, when you get your first credit card, what what do you think you should do? You know, and for her to say to me, well, it's like you said, mom, use less than 30%, because we all know that 30% is the max. Once you go over Mm -hmm. 30%, now your credit score starts to decrease because Mm -hmm. it's showing, that you're irresponsible. It's like, okay, you you don't want to utilize this money correctly that we've given you, so how about we decrease your credit score? You know what I mean? And, yeah. and we hit you hard where it hurts. Because people say to me all the time, well, if I have $100,000 and an 800 credit score, oh, I'll take the $100,000. I say, you just change the game for your whole entire bloodline. And they were like, what do you mean? I was like, think about it. If you have a hundred thousand dollars you get excited uh-huh. you feel like this money could do so much for us and you go and spend it now you have nothing you have an 800 credit score you have credit cards yeah a hundred thousand dollar limits you just consistently make your payments then guess what after about six months six to seven months the credit card company is now calling you with an increase and now not only do you have the hundred thousand dollars on your credit as a limit it has increased in that hundred thousand dollars cash that you had it's not even a thought because you can use your credit to elevate your life it Mm -hmm. literally elevates your life like you can use credit to let's say you buy a home you have a great credit score you buy your first home this home as you're paying on this home and you're paying it off. You're leaving something for your children because once this home is paid off and you're of a certain age and ready for retirement, you can move on to a new place, refinance and get a new home. Now you can leave this home for your children. You're creating Mm -hmm. generational wealth. Your children are watching. They are watching your every move. So if you make that move, now your child's going to make that move for their children and so forth and so on. So then... Absolutely. A great credit score is definitely an asset for your life. That is so true. Not many people realize how important credit is, including myself. I wasn't aware of that. I bought my first car in 1997. I bought me a little Pontiac on fire. You can tell me I wasn't everything. And I'm running around (laughs) here with this credit card. I had a $300 limit. You would have thought that I had $5,000 on this credit card. (laughs) I spent that $300 so fast. Okay. I spent that $300 so fast. And then when I did, and I got the bill, my grandma said to me, is this your credit card bill? And I said, yes. She said, why did you get a credit card without talking to me first? And I didn't understand that until I became an adult. I had no idea what she meant. And I said, I said, well, you know, I was 21. I said, you know, I'm 21. I I can take care of myself. She said, you go ahead and take care of yourself. I see you when you become an adult.
2: Mm.
1: You hear what I'm saying? When she said that Mm. to me, I was like, wow. So when I finally returned to her at 35, I went to her at 35 and I said, Grandma, I understand what you meant. I understand what you meant. Why didn't I come to you for the guidance to get this credit, you know, this credit card taken care of properly? so that I could have had the proper credit score so that when mm-hmm. I had my own children, I didn't go through the struggles that I went through with my children. Like mm-hmm. I, I, like, I, like we spoke previously um, in personal conversations, I'm a nurse by trade. As a nurse, I became homeless for lack of knowledge with budgeting my money. Thank you. Exactly. And because of that, that was the biggest kick in the head I needed. I didn't need to know fat meat was greasy after that. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I did not need to know it. It was like, okay, Tiffany, here you go. You know how they say? You know how they say God will throw a little pebble at you, and then he'll throw a rock. But after a while, he's gonna drop a house on you. And when he dropped that house, you better wake up.
0: At minute number twenty-seven, we are at minute number twenty-seven in some (laughs) seconds when she stepped into the pulpit. Okay. Because. Poor money management, even with a very good job and extremely high salary can leave you in lack. And I mean, extreme lack, like homelessness. Yo, that's crazy. And I tell them, my crazy. story.
1: I tell them my story because people look at nurses as, you know, as glorified and they, they think that we have all this money. And don't get me wrong. The salaries are amazing. They're amazing. But if you don't have knowledge of how to maintain your That's money, it. you might as well forget about it and go ahead and sleep in your car like I did.
0: I was. Let me tell car. you my first situation with my first credit card. I went away. I'm from Camden, born and mm-hmm. raised Camden. I went away to school. Um, graduated Camden High in 1990. I went away to Seton Hall University. I discovered immediately living in Bowling Hall, which was like. They just throw, they throw freshmen in any old thing. Mm -hmm. So I'm living at Bowling Hall. Everybody's talking about credit cards, how you can get credit cards, credit, 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 credit. I knew for sure that I was at Seton Hall on a wing and a prayer. My mom had not gone to college. My mom didn't have the money to send me to college. She really honestly did not. I was there on a wing and a prayer and I needed to, I needed to achieve because I knew for sure that this was all my mom had. So my mom needed me to go. I, Tons of other students, they would get these big old care packages from their parents and things like that. My mom did what she could. And it was amazing mm-hmm. to me. Now that I look back, now that I'm a mother and I understand, understand the struggles of a parent, I even appreciate her all the more. But I remember my mom used to send me like some things that I would need to have. And it would just be a manila envelope And down, deep down in the bottom, I may have like $10 or something, right? Everybody else is getting these huge care packages. I would get this little $10 down in the bottom. Mm -hmm. And I would immediately call Domino's pizza. That money was gone before, you know, the sun rose again. That money was gone. (laughs) But then everybody starts talking about how you can get credit cards. You can get a credit card. You can get a credit card. So, of course, I go and get a credit card. I got a credit card because they gave them to me, right? They came to your, I got it sent to my mailbox in at Seton Hall because my mom would have a fit if she, so I used my school address and guess what I bought I $300 credit limit. Mm-hmm. That's all they gave me. Right. <laughs> guess what I got with my first credit card. What One pair of Gucci boots. That's been all, all over that, all over that cam <laughs> campus, honey. I was uh, pushing it all over the place, but I had one thing. And now I had to pay these people. I had Mm -hmm. to pay them, but all my mom could send me was the $10 deep down in the bottom of the manila envelope. Every now and again, I didn't have a way to pay for it. I didn't. So I went immediately from Gucci boot having to now bad credit because it was almost instantaneous. I had no way to pay these people. At all. I had no job. I was not even on the, uh, uh I wasn't even working on campus. I don't know, like what work study or something like that. Because my mom mm-hmm. wanted me to go up there, achieve, come back with a degree so I could I could take care of myself. That was the whole goal. But I went up there and immediately started accumulating debt that I could not take care of. Oh, I was sharp though at the parties.
1: Oh, I, I was
0: that. sharp though with my <laughs> go- But yet, however conversely, I had no money to pay those people because I did not know anything about money. All Mm -hmm. I knew was that I did not want to be impoverished anymore. I needed to go to school to achieve so that I could live this whole lifestyle that I dreamed of living. But I knew nothing about money. I didn't know the value of money. I didn't know the depth of credit. I didn't know anything. When should we start to have those conversations with our children? Because... It, it never was. We just never had those conversations. And we don't, I think school was a little bit different. We did a lot of other things in school, but I don't remember having real full-blown conversations about my credit mm-hmm. or budgeting or prioritization or none of that kind of stuff. When do we start that? Well, for, for me,
1: in my own personal life, I, um, I started the conversation with my children once they reached high school only because I took, like, I'm from Camden as well, born and raised, and my children, I, I moved them out of Camden so that they can receive a different form of education, and, nice. when we, we, and I sent them, like, my children went to Hatton Heights, mm-hmm. and Hatton Heights has a full financial literacy program, and mm-hmm. I knew this based off of the comparison of curriculum,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and I'm like, this is ridiculous, like, I'm looking at the Camden school system and I'm looking at, you know, the Hatton Township school system and I'm and I'm comparing the two and I'm like, there's no reason why our our children in our city should not receive this education. Mm -hmm. And I'm I'm thankful that my children received the education they did because they're very good with managing their money. Now, they're better at it than I am. My mm-hmm. oldest child is supremely frugal, okay? And it was like, if I would pay a bill, she would walk up as I'm sitting at the table, I got all my bills laid out and I'm writing down what I need to pay. I would always pay the bare minimum because I was like, you know, at least at least they're getting something, you know? Mm-hmm. And I'm paying this and I'm like, I'm writing out checks for these bills and I remember my oldest, I remember this like it was yesterday. She stood right over top of me and said, The bare minimum is not enough, mom. You need to pay that full statement. And I looked up at her and I said, I said, now, what do you mean? I was like, if I pay all this off, I won't have what we need for food. And she said, no, mom, you will. She said, you will. You just lack the mindset to believe you will. This is my child telling me this. And of course, as a parent, and you come from a certain level of growing up, like an upbringing, you know, and you feel like, is this child disrespecting me? You know, so <laughs> to the defense, and that's where I was. You know, I wasn't fully self-developed yet. So I was always like, girl, get out of here. I got these bills. You just go to school and do what you got to do, you know? And then one day it hit me. It was the day of the homelessness that mm-hmm. hit me so hard. It was ridiculous. And it was one of those. I was paying my bills and everything the number one bill for me is keeping a roof over my head. So I would always make sure that was taken care of but everything else started, you know, trickling down and then out of nowhere I was like I looked inside my savings account because I got laid off on a voicemail. I was with my job forever, you know, and I was always doing everything they needed me to do then one day because I was under the um, you know how some people are grandfathered in after 10 years. Mm-hmm. They keep you and they're like, you know, anybody under 10 years, we gotta let you go. If we do a layoff process. So that's mm-hmm. where I was. I was under the 10 year mark. I was at my seventh year at the place and they called me and left me a voicemail and laid me off. This caused me to deplete my savings while looking mm-hmm. for new employment. And because of that, here I was in my car. and my, I had to separate my children. I put them both in families. We know my family, and I just stayed in my car, I got sheer focus, and I just went to work. I went to work with my laundry baskets in the back. I went, I mean, literally taking my clothes and putting it in book bags, walking in the building, getting dressed for work in the bathroom. You know, my struggle was real and it came from lack of money knowledge. Not being frugal enough with myself to save, you know, and say to myself, you know, you don't have to spend every dime tip. don't have to do that you don't have to play hero now this is a big one for everybody on here stop playing hero to your children they don't need everything they don't need everything if they cry let them cry let them cry because that's a lesson for them you won't get a yes every time you know and on top of that with them knowing that they won't get a yes every time it helps you it disciplines you inward saying okay i feel a little bad because my baby's crying you know them tears fall down you're looking like i'll do anything in this world for you please stop crying but at the same time you got to remember you doing anything in this world for them will cause y'all to have nothing so you have to make sure that you separate the two like okay well this money is for them tears but this money right here is for these bills you know so that's so important to me i hear you girl i know just how you guys feel because i was that person I told my daughter recently, she asked me, she said, Mom, how is it that we became homeless? And I was shocked that she even asked me the question, because what we don't realize is everything we're going through, they're going through. So we have to be very careful what we do. And And money is showing them. Absolutely. And to have the conversation with them before they get to high school or once they get to high school, it's really important. And I say around that age is because it's really important that they understand this is where life is going. You know, they know that life is coming right after high school because Mm -hmm. a lot of the reins are being let go. And it's like, okay, you're at an age where you sassy enough to say what you gotta say. So be sassy enough to go to work. Be sassy enough to make your own money honey listen i understand i have a 25 year old and a 19 year old so i get it it's like you got to let them you got to let them go just little by little you're letting them go Mm -hmm. so it's great to have the conversation with them before they actually reach high school because Mm -hmm. now they're transitioning into you know young adulthood and they're not aware of that they feel like it's just oh i'm going to ninth grade no baby ninth grade is heading towards becoming an adult
0: yeah because that's when they can start getting summer jobs and things absolutely. like that so they need to know money management
1: absolutely and they're going to meet they're going to meet a whole new network of people once they start working
0: mm-hmm. they're going
1: to understand that yeah mommy said i'm the best but everybody out here they can't stand me you know so they're going to have to transition into that and that's where their confidence comes into play and that's where we come into play as mm-hmm. long as we instill that confidence in them in both life money credit. Oh, I'm sorry. Neptina, the program. It is a discounted price of $188 mm-hmm. and it's a one-time fee that includes your $99 application fee and your first $89 a month payment. Now the first three months, it's $89 after month three, you go into month four, it will drop down to $69 and you'll have access to a program that we call rocket lawyer. Now, Rocket Lawyer is something that'll help you with all your legal needs, any previous legal um, problems that you may have had, Rocket Lawyer can help with that as well. And you can do that for months four to 12. After month 12, when you reach month 13, if you decide to stay that long because you're not under contract, you can cancel at any time. Now, if you go to month 13, it drops down again to $49. But you still have access to all of those thirteen products we talked about earlier.
2: Mm-hmm. So
1: that's a really big deal. I tell everybody about that because people think we're just a credit repair program. It goes beyond credit repair. We're actually tax preparation. We we prepare taxes as well. At Jones Financial Solutions. We help with business credit. So we do a lot because at the end of the day, I was raised in that. De- I was raised in that community filled with debt. And I mm-hmm. want
0: to see us to get back to Black Wall Street. Let me ask you this: that. I have, so I went through a, a wilderness experience. I left. <clears throat> I was the executive director of a nonprofit. Um, I left there at the top of my game. Um, took some time off because my father was dying. My daughter was in ninth grade. My daughter was playing all of the sports. My daughter was Miss AAU and all kinds of things. Troy played every sport, and on the man. But I had gotten into this loop being. Um, and I wasn't new. So it had been a little minute since I had been divorced from their my children's father. So when I came out of my marriage, I hit go. Like, you know, these children didn't ask to be here. They deserve a great life. Go, 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 go. Mm-hmm. So um, while my oldest child had a lot of mommy and me time, my daughter was raised with a lot of stuff. I will, I will own that. My daughter had a lot of stuff. Miles had a lot of me. Troy's had a lot of, Troy had a lot of stuff. She had a lot of experiences, but it was usually me grinding, making money, me sending her with a family member so that she could go to a Cascade skating ring in Atlanta, just on a whim, or she was going down to Disney, or she was going to Colorado or just wherever she was going. I will always fund it because I wanted her to have the experiences. I just didn't have the time because I was money focused, always Mm -hmm. money focused. So I leave um, this nonprofit at the top of my game. I take some time off because I could. I had stacked some money. Um, I then went to work for another organization as another executive director. It didn't work. I was without a job. I then spent some time just like you. I was depleting my savings holding on. Mm-hmm. I for my wilderness experience so my wilderness experience lasted about 18 months which is a very long time when you have a mortgage and a whole bunch of situations right. at the time I have my my oldest child was still in college um, I had the two properties I was trying to rent out one to save the other you know a, a bunch of different things I was I was employing um employing all of my knowledge I was doing everything that I knew how to do right it lasted longer than my money. So here we are 18 months later. I equate that situation with this pandemic. We were home for about 18 months. How is it that you get back on top? Not even on top. How do you just get back your footing after something like that? Because I will say for me, I went into that experience being an executive director moving on being another executive director buying and flipping properties and doing all the things that i was doing because my mantra was scared money don't make no money you know i moved like that i had credit cards times bazillion i had learned the um, I had learned the lesson. So I knew how to pay my bills off of my credit card. So money is constantly steadily flowing. So I'm paying big bills off of this. And then when I got paid, I paid it off. So the money is constantly flowing and, you know, going around. My credit score was a bazillion. I did a million different things. People were coming after me. When I charged up too much debt, here was another credit card with 24 months free, you know, zero APR. Mm -hmm. I then just dumped everything on that. I knew how to flip it. I had cars. I had houses. I had stuff. You know, my daughter was raised. Miles was away in college. Troy and I, every Saturday morning, I lied to you not. And this is the life that I created for her. But every Saturday morning, we went to Atlantic City. We went to Atlantic City. We hit the polo shop. She always came out with a bag of something. We hit the polo shop. Forever 21 is right across the street. We parked at Applebee's. We had lunch at Applebee's. And then we Mm -hmm. came back and lost the township. She had it all. Everything. Her life was stuff. Now we hit this low where the money stopped flowing. I didn't even know what to do for her or with her. Because I had built her life off of stuff. Mm -hmm. Miles knew how to survive because Miles was my baby that came along when I was 19 in college, still just struggling to make it. But we didn't know what to do. You know, we went through a very strong period where I didn't, I was not homeless. But we were in a home really with not much at all. Really looking Mm -hmm. for employment, trying to get back on top. I equate that experience with the pandemic for other people. Right. How is it that you get your footing back after that? How is it because then when money starts to come back, I can't put away savings. I'm so far in a hole because everybody is speaking savings. Everybody mm-hmm. is speaking, building generational wealth. Everybody is telling those stories. So you kind mm-hmm. of feel compelled, especially if you spend too much time on social media. All of these voices are coming at you. Not only are voices coming from all over the place, influence is coming from all over the place. Because you have all of these experts, you know, and I'll say dilettantes, you have all of these mm-hmm. dilettantes that are false experts. You know, they're said everybody has some kind of niche. Everybody knows exactly what it is that they're supposed to do. So everybody's listening, especially to the person with the, the with the largest following, but how right. do you just get back to one? How do we then restart um, this this conversation, this money matters conversation, when we are just starting to go back to work regularly, how are we starting these conversations? Because I honestly can't afford, and I'm not talking about me, but I'm saying for people, I, people are will say I can't afford to put away any money. I'm just trying to get caught up. I'm just trying to live. You know, I'm just trying. So we're we're constantly talking about the the budgeting, the generational wealth with people who are really just trying to survive. Right. So how gentle do those conversations need to be, especially when we're coming back off of this whole pandemic? We're still living it. Yep. Truth be told, we are still in the thick of it, but people are now forced back to work. The CDC is changing everything so you can go back to work a lot faster. All mm-hmm. of those different things, feel how you must, but that is really how what we're we're dealing with at present. How is it that we even have these conversations without making people feel bad, without making people feel full of shame, and then still trying to help them move forward? Because, again, for me, I I just knew how to get money. I knew how to get money. I once knew how to hold on to money, but I have to say that I then went into a period of fearing money. I was afraid after that. So my fearlessness ended when i had money to just you know go down to miami and chill out because i just wanted today i just want to go and have dinner with um gloria stefan at her restaurant i want to do these things i live that life and i'm you know i'm not bragging or boasting because i've had a lot Mm -hmm. and i've had nothing so without social media's you know prompting without me posting on social media what i'm doing or what i'm not doing I know for sure that there is a whole lot of people are listening. People want to be able to do better for their children, but we're we're back into survival mode because people have yet to go back to work because we're still doing this hybrid thing with school. We're doing this hybrid thing with school. So how can I go back to work full time? When y'all keep pulling my kids out of school, who's gonna watch the kids? The right. kids are off, they're on, they're in and they're out, all of these different things. It's it's very hard for us right now. Adding to that, mm-hmm. that every price has skyrocketed. I went to the supermarket the other day and wanted, I was like, I'm gonna make salmon cheesesteaks for my family. This is mm-hmm. this is how simple it is. I'm just going to make some salmon cheese stick. I need some Amarosa rolls. I need some salmon fillets. I need some uh, provolone cheese. I got the peppers mm-hmm. and stuff at home. And then I'm going to put a side of potato chips on the side. And I say that because that's when I noticed how much potato chips cost. Yep. The big bag of Lay's potato chips were running at about $5.99. And while that might Absolutely. be my for somebody, for us who's paying with cash – Or for even the parent who has the EBT card, you have to be smart because you have to feed your family for the whole month off of this allotment, right? Everything is sky high. How do we help people manage? Today's price is not smart. Yes. Mm -hmm. It's, It's really absolutely out of control right now. I need a new car. I do. I do. I really Me do. need I honestly need a car. I drive a truck. I need a car because of gas prices. Right. I mm-hmm. then just decided I'm going to wait until my credit score gets to this point to even go present myself because car prices were ridiculous. When I tried back in September car price for one car that I wouldn't even really consider driving. It was just a the car. They wanted six hundred thirty nine dollars a month. I was I was mortified. How is it with today's mm-hmm. prices for rent, for today's home prices, today's food prices, today's gas prices? How do we set people up who are in survival mode to win? And I saw that Tamika said, believe it or not, $5 a week adds up. How do we just help Absolutely. them win?
1: She, she went where I was going to go. She went where I was going gonna go um i have i have three answers for that the first the first thing i want to say is the big question that Mm -hmm. it's looked over but it's a really huge question if you really want to get to the meat and potatoes of what's going on with someone just simply ask them how are you doing Mm -hmm. just ask them how are you doing and they have the option at that moment to open up slowly but surely but it's up to you to be patient to wait for the answer because eventually you'll find out how they're really doing, you know, Mm -hmm. and then you can help them along the way. The second answer to that would be entrepreneurship. Now I know that money became tight and a lot of people were going through the pandemic and they were going through the struggles and everything. But at the same time, the government gave so much money that you could have become an entrepreneur and you could have racked up tremendously. I know for a fact, because my mentor (coughs) now has a million-dollar home because of her diligence and discipline and her focus. And, you know, she never let anything steer her away from, and that's a big shout out to Mr. Risa John. She Mm -hmm. never let anything steer her from her goal. Her goal was to not struggle. You're very Mm -hmm. welcome, Latifa. She she did not want to struggle, so she got focused. That money came in those stimulus checks, any unemployment money, you know, they were giving out food stamps like nobody's business. I was not aware of that. I wanted some of those food stamps. I'm just going to be honest.
2: It was people out here
1: getting thousands of dollars. I said, good Lord. I was in the store, like you said, the food prices went, they went sky high. I remember there used to be a time where you could take $200 in Aldi's and come out with two carts of food. Mm-hmm. I went into Aldi's recently. I had a half a cart of food and it came up to $189. I said, everybody's raising their prices. I said, this is crazy. But Mm -hmm. as far as receiving a vehicle, this is just my tip to everyone on here. The best day to buy a vehicle is on President's Day. By law, they have to decrease their car prices because they have such a large inventory that they have to get rid of. So a lot of people don't know that, but that's a that's a nice little tip for everyone <laughs> and then number 52
0: we i will see more at the dealership on president's <laughs> day that's the day
1: i'm going to go get my new car Well, i'm, I'm glad, glad we going.
0: had this store i mean this this show today because president's day is coming up let me try it let me try it february 21st is a big deal every every President wow. Day
1: they have to they have to get rid of a certain amount of inventory at a certain percentage rate so When people come in on that day they may just be coming in on a whim not realizing you're here on the biggest day of buying a car ever and then they leave out and they think they got the best interest rate this yeah you do because you got it on president's day so um wow dollar tree is at a dollar and 25 cent i remember that because i wanted to take my daughter to the movies and you know normally you go to dollar tree you grab your snacks you got your big bag you fill that thing up that's just being honest Uh And you would go in Dollar Tree and take a $20 bill, and that was it. Everybody had snacks. Now, you better take $20, $25 because you're going to need that for them taxes. It's just amazing how everything is going up. But as far as people who, who need the conversation about money, me personally, it's a lot of people on Facebook that I have as friends that I don't know personally. But I always... Have been able to speak to people on a personal level for some reason or not. You know, I always had that ability. So when I would see someone speaking about you know finances and their financial issues, they would they would always, you can say they're kind of beating around the bush, but they want help. So I've I've always been really good at pinpointing the actual issue. So Mm -hmm. I would see certain comments on my page and I would go on and I would go into the person's inbox and I would say, Hey, thanks for responding to my post. I noticed you were talking about purchasing an apartment. How's your credit look, you know? And when they would tell me one person told me, and I was really shocked. This let me know that the lack of money matters is real. This person told me I have a 787 credit score. And I really want to get this apartment. I said, why not get a house? I said, why not own instead of renting? And she stated to me, Well, I don't I don't know if I'll be able to own. I said, have you tried? Because there are so many grants out here for first-time homebuyers. I said, there are a lot of things out here you can receive. But because you don't know you think renting is the way to go i said renting mm-hmm. is just paying but i say renting is just paying your landlord's mortgage
2: mm. i said
1: i need you to understand that renting is literally paying your landlord's mortgage i said so why not pay your own mortgage you have the credit score she would tell me i had this amount saved i'm like you're in a very good place to purchase now i have a realtor on my team miss taryn lugo she is amazing. And I always send people directly to her. I'm like, you got the score, you got the money. Take this number and call my girl. You know, she'll she'll talk you, she'll talk you, talk with you about what you can afford. And then come to find out, now this young lady is in you know alignment with my realtor, and now she's on her way to home ownership. But because she had no idea she just what her had credit no score idea. could leverage for her.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Like none, and it was and it kind of broke my heart because it was like, Wow, how many people out here just look at their credit score as a number and not a way of living?
0: Mm-hmm. You know,
1: and like like what is that? What's her name there?
0: Yep, yeah, yeah. Danine. Your credit score will offer you leverage, lifestyle, and legacy. That's amazing. And that's so true.
1: That really yeah. is true because you can you can you can die today or tomorrow with an 800 credit score and inside your will everything that you had attached to your credit you can leave to your children and they can be it can be on large limits like if you have a business if you have a business it's so important to utilize that business for everything. Now, this is a tip that I'm giving you guys that normally I charge $100 an hour for, and I'm just being honest. (laughs) Come on, give it up, give it up. I'm just being honest. If you have an LLC and you have things like cell phones, a car note, car insurance, and stuff of that nature, switch that over to your business. Switch all of those accounts over to your business and get that off of your credit score. This will help you have an increased credit score personally and then it also helps you build business credit. And at the same time, now your children are attached to your business because you can have them as employees and they can also be business partners. And now that business is growing and if something happened to you, that business is your children's, your credit score is amazing, you don't have any debt that you left them. A lot of people don't know that and it's as simple as going online, getting you um, an EI, EIN number, and then going on to Dunns and Bradstreet. Now, guys, I'm telling you, take notes because I don't say this for free now. <laughs> but I'm being honest. Get you go to Dunns and Bradstreet. Get you a Duns and Bradstreet number, which is called a Dun's number. That Dun's number is your business social security card. That's just that, and that number you give to your, your current accounts, like your cell phone, your car note, you let them know, do you operate on, do you report to Duns and Bradstreet? If they say yes, let them know, I would like to switch my account over to my Duns and Bradstreet number, and they'll mm. switch it over. It immediately comes off of your credit, your um personal social security number, and now you can build personal credit without the
0: worry of the business being on your credit and that would immediately bring down my debt to income ratio absolutely absolutely
1: absolutely wow and a lot of people don't know that your llc can take you to heights that you've never seen before if used correctly
0: it really can okay so wait a minute (laughs) so Yo, wait a minute. What mm-hmm. just happened? Because let me just go ahead on and, and get my little 189 and some change together. Because I'm telling you. Yeah. So what What are you? Yeah. That's profound. I, I needed that. I really mm-hmm. needed that. I had a couple of other questions. But I want to know, what is it that people can get going um, to uh, Magic on Hatton on mm-hmm. Wednesdays? Is this a free service? It's it's a free service. And what is happening on Wednesdays? Because this information is so profound that, you know, they really they it really needs to be expanded because some people will need for it to be personalized. They don't Mm want to hear the broad information because they have their own um, intricacies that they need for you to tend to. So what what can they get if they come um, on Wednesdays in Camden? Well, it's definitely
1: personalized. it's for it's an open conversation. so they can come in and they can give their you know their concerns about money matters. They can also if, if we had someone come in recently and um, he was helping us by giving us links for minority business owners to help them receive grants. He was like, "Hey, I see what you guys are doing. This is amazing." He was like, I just wanted to come and share my knowledge so that you can give it to someone else. That's mm-hmm. what it's about. It's about like each one teach one. We had no idea that these links were available. And he was like, no, I have I have family members with small businesses that they, they developed during the pandemic. And they found out about these grants and these grants have now excelled them into having their own buildings. So when he gave us that information, I immediately went to everyone that I knew that had small businesses. I'm like, take this grant. Go, go look that up. Fill that out, you know, and it's geared towards minorities. It's geared toward minority women. There are different types of grants there. And um, together everyone to achieves more. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. I feel like that program that we put together on Wednesdays has helped so many people. Like, some people will come in. We had a couple that came in. They wanted to know a little bit about what we what we do there, but their knowledge base of credit and credit repair was outstanding. It was outstanding. The one young lady was explaining about her credit and how she, you know, was able to bring her credit score from a four hundred to where she is now, which is an eight thirty eight. And I said, my goodness! And I asked her, I said, well, how did you get there? When she did a full explanation, we were all sitting there just being taught. Because yeah, we may be experts, you know, but we don't have all the answers. Everyone has their own way of going about things. And Mm -hmm. I'm always open to learning. I'm, I'm a student of life. So I always love to hear other people's, you know, ways of doing things. Now, another tip for you guys, don't take this one lightly. If you haven't heard it already, when you have a credit card and you receive your statement, when you receive that statement balance, Pay half of that 15 days before it's due and then pay the other half five days before it's due. This will trick the algorithm algorithm into thinking that you made two payments and now your credit score goes up. So it's really important to know these little these little ins and outs. They help tremendously. So I
0: I want you to share the one that you that I tapped into last week about removing all of the addresses off of my
1: yes if you have, the there are there are loads of loads and loads of people who have old addresses old phone numbers on their credit report and this is causing creditors to constantly call these numbers and miss you and because of that they're thinking you're dodging them when actually you've moved you know they're thinking you're dodging them and they're they're reporting this to the credit bureaus and now your credit score is decreasing and you're wondering why and you're like I'm doing everything right what's going on you know what's going on is they don't have an updated address on you so when you go in and you give them this information which by the way I do have that um, that document if you guys need it you can inbox me on facebook and i will send it directly to you for free so that document what you can do is you input your new information your most current address your most current phone number and the document is already written out for you guys you just have to input what you have to input personally and you will take this document and send it out to all three credit bureaus once they put your new information in and everything's updated on your credit report you can have an increase of up to 75 points on your credit on your credit score so that's really important it's a it's a, a small gesture for a bigger picture It's Mm -hmm. just like, you know, just something that simple can take you to the credit score that you need to get the home that you want. Mm -hmm. But a lot of people don't know that. And that's why I put it out there on my page. I was like, listen, you guys, I got this form. If you need it, I'm giving it away for free. But my page went so crazy. I ended up in Facebook jail.
0: (laughs) Are you serious?
1: Yeah, I had, um, I had over 400 comments within like a day and Facebook was like, hold up, like what is going on here? And i was like oh my goodness i'm a facebook jail i was in there for like 24 hours but then i re- i recognized <laughs> facebook's algorithm you have to answer your comments if you have a post that's doing really well you have to answer your comments in 20 people increments so when you answer 20 people give yourself some time away from that post and then come back mm. because if you do it that way it doesn't look scamish. You know, oh, so you're okay. constantly answering back to back to back to back. They're like, who is this? Is this a computer answering? You know, oh, they, they okay. look at it like that. So if you just give it a moment after your 20th person and then come back and you'll be fine. But that post did so well. And I helped so many people with that, you know. So I I always believe in giving away free information. I really do. That's why we developed this, this class. And actually, I have my flyer right here i don't know if you guys can see that but we can i have my flyer here that i made for that that course because there's a lot of people that have come to the course that has said thank you just for telling us this Mm -hmm. you know you could have easily tried i tell everyone when you come in when they come in this is not to sell you anything Mm
2: -hmm.
1: don't get me wrong we have a solution in the event you need it Mm -hmm. but we're not here to sell you anything these three hours are for you to learn now if you have the patience to learn then you'll get the the knowledge you need to move forward but if you're impatient and you're just like oh okay well thank you for the information girl i gotta go like what was so important that it kept you from a future you know what i mean like that's the way i look at things it's like i get it we all got families we all got you know responsibilities Mm -hmm. but what exactly is like, if some people come to the course and you can tell that the importance to them is those streets. It's like, it's like baby boy, baby girl. No, <laughs> put that mile down and let's mm-hmm. talk. Because we, um, listen, me and my team are extremely real. I'll tell them straight out, like I, I wasn't the best at money management. If it wasn't for me, if it wasn't for my company coming in conjunction with united credit education services i would be in a horrible place
2: mm-hmm. i
1: know i would because my money management was terrible but now i'm extremely frugal it is what it is you don't like it i don't care it's not your life
2: mm-hmm.
1: it's my credit score and it's my children's future and nothing else matters Amen. you, know, I love you it. really got really to slap yourself in the face you got to be accountable like Tiff, you messed up in the past girl You've been given a second chance. You better use it right. Because the third one coming around ain't going to be easy.
0: Absolutely. You know? Absolutely. Just learning the lessons and moving forward. Not being ashamed of where you once were. Mm-hmm. Not, not wallowing in that place and not kicking yourself and fighting about what you once had. Because we all know. We all know that our, our greater days are before us. It it mm-hmm. doesn't have to be that what we've experienced in the past is the is the best of it all. So give yourself another chance. It is about forgiveness. It is about forgiving your own self so that you can move forward. We have to get out of that mindset, that stuck mindset. And I know for sure, I know for sure personally, because I saw, I saw this. It was my two sorrows. Dineen said that instant gratification is what's hurting us the most. Tamika mm-hmm. then said instant grat- gratification is, is a, a trauma response. Absolutely. It is. absolutely the two of those. Then I saw one of one of your one of the people said, Tamika said, five dollars, believe it or not, five dollars, you know, makes a difference. And mm-hmm. then one of your, I believe, somebody that I've never Pamela Brown, she said, mm-hmm. I paid five dollars at Dunkin' Donuts just for a breakfast sandwich. So it is, it is the difference in how we value money and what we can what we see money doing for us because I'm one of those people as well. When I meal prep, when I do my whole life is in order when I prep for the week, you know, my eating is better. My energy is better. You know, everything is easy to get out of the door. And then you have that week where everything goes ballistic. Like for me last week. So because I'm off on one part, it kind of throws everything apart, which then throws my whole body apart. It throws everything off because now I'm barely sleeping. I'm jumping up, you know, running late. I got to grab something to eat. It shifts everything. Mm -hmm. And when I'm off everything, gets far off. And that's just, I'm being honest about that. The money kind of, you know, you see money, you're just swiping. You're going online and look at your bank account and you see that you have 45,000 swipes just at Wawa alone. I'm just right. going to Wawa and just, you know, tossing money in the air pretty much because I'm just eating out of there. Like my whole life is outside of, is somewhere connected to Wawa, be, be, be it gas or just a cup of tea or me grabbing lunch or me just grabbing something, you know, in the course of the day. But we have to be honest about where we are. That's first and foremost. We have to be honest about it. And where are we trying to go? Right. Write the vision and make it plain so you can know what your what your goals are. What exactly are your goals for this year for your money? Do you have any goals? Or are we just going to go ahead on and keep throwing money up in the air? Because that's cool, too. Mm-hmm. Because nobody wants to drag you along kicking and screaming. It is your money, it is your situation and you you ultimately have to live in it and we want that for you. So this is not for the person, we don't, we're not trying to shame you into anything. This is for the people I know who are trying to get better. And for the people I know who want to get better but they still have shame surrounding it. They're not ready to have the conversations but they'll peek in, they'll replay, they'll get all of these tips and then they'll go to Tiffany on the side without me, without my knowledge and just get the help that they need. If you are ready to move forward, I suggest, because I've been here before, I've had a whole lot. And then I looked up and I just had nothing. I had absolutely nothing. I've been in some situations that I have been ashamed of. Some situations were all my fault. Other situations was trusting other people. And Mm -hmm. I had situations co-signing for people you know co-signing for my boyfriend back in the day because that's my dude Mm -hmm. you know now he got everybody driving the car he kind of sort of can't make the payments the relationship is over the car is back in my driveway I already got my own stuff that I'm responsible for youth Mm -hmm. youth and lack of knowledge now we are all getting older we all know for sure that the housing market continues to be what it is Rents have skyrocketed based off of the housing market. The eviction moratorium had kind of locked in so people weren't getting out. It wasn't a whole lot of housing in South Jersey. We were in a way. Mm -hmm. We have to be better prepared for the future because what do we know is going to come around? We are steadily you know, surviving this pandemic. We don't know if there will be a next uh, uh, variant to come along that might shut us down or whatever, but we need to better prepare. We need to be prepared. We need to know... We need to um, fix ourselves up and brace for the worst at this particular point. Absolutely. Forgive yourself for not being who you should have been before. Forgive yourself for the, um, using the one credit card to buy one pair of Gucci boots. Forgive yourself <laughs> you know, for slipping and falling. But now is the time. I have some help right here for you guys. She has dropped some knowledge nuggets. You might want to hold on to the things that she said and replay this. For some of us, we need to replay this with our children sitting present. We need to have this family conversation. This is familial. We are trying to break Um, We are trying to break these generational curses that come along with money. I know for sure that there is some trauma healing that needs to happen in a black community concerning money and the way that we move with money, how we value money and what we do with money. I know that. The, the immediate, the instant gratification is oftentimes a trauma response. I know that for sure. I see people rather than trying to start the healing process, they're buying bigger stuff, newer stuff, more stuff. It's the labels, just stacking things. That's a vice.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: That is in fact a vice that we need to sit down and get to the true healing, get to the true meat of what it is that we're going through. If you're ready to begin this real journey, of starting to get yourself together financially, building budgets, moving towards home ownership, getting out of debt, all of those different things, Tiffany is your person. I know for sure that we always run to the person with the biggest following, but that is not always the expert in the room. Mm -hmm. I need for you guys to understand that before I put anybody on my platform to speak on on a subject, I vet them. She has been vetted. I've been watching her now for the whole pandemic for two years now. I've just been babysitting, not saying a whole lot, kind of talking to her every now and again. She's about the business of this thing. And on top of that, it's real. The stories she told us today were real. These are real live experiences that we've all encountered. She was homeless. She was homeless. She has talked about just making poor decisions with money. And then she talked about when she got up on her feet and had to start telling her children no with the tears streaming down their eyes and her heart crying because she didn't provide at the time. We've all been there. I want you guys to um, reach out to her, inbox her, you know, do whatever you have to do so that we can get back on point so that we can be contenders. And this global market and this housing market, let's start to be able to let's get ourselves right side up first. Because nobody's saying that you need to become an entrepreneur today. Nobody's saying that you need to be able to buy a house today. Where nobody's saying that you should be up to a seven fifty seven tomorrow. We're saying that is baby steps. We're mm-hmm. saying let's start to meal prep. Let's start to bring the food in the house and start to make some slight, some small changes, rather than if we got a, if we have a, um, a treadmill in the house, a, a a rolling machine in the house, let's start using that. Because it's already paid for. Let's go back to that rather than paying these big monthly fees to gyms that we're not going to. Let's be wise. Let's cut off the things that we're not using anymore. Let's tap into the things that we need to use, the services, the people, the advice that we already have. Let's be wiser because we need to become bigger in this whole thing. We are earning the money. We have the knowledge. Just Let's just put it to good use. Tiffany is available Tiffany, I have given my whole monologue. So Tiffany, give them all of the information of where they can find you and how they can tap in.
1: Well, my number, it's
0: 856-454-7598.
1: You can always text me first because I usually have a very busy schedule. Uh And normally when I get a text message, you can text the word credit and I'll know exactly what you need. You can text the word taxes. I'll know exactly what you need or you can text the word business and you can even text and just say, help me with knowledge of credit. And we Mm -hmm. can sit down and have a one-to-one that is normally free because I I don't have a problem with giving knowledge of credit. Um, I do want to leave a little tip for you guys before I give you my website. Mm -hmm. And this is for your children. You can do the envelope method with your kids. You can give them as you're giving them an, an allowance, Take 365 envelopes and have them put a dollar in the envelope each day. These are for younger children. Have them put a dollar in the envelope each day. And then by the end of the year, your child will have $365. And that's Mm -hmm. teaching them to save their money. It's teaching them that money does grow if you take the time out to be disciplined to save your money. Now, if you have older children, you can teach them the double method where instead of it being $1 a day, it can be 365 days and you can go one day, like day one is $1. Thank Mm -hmm. you. Day one is $1. Day two is $2. Day three is $3. And they go on and on and on from there. This will give your child in excess about $6,000 at the end of the year. Now they're looking at their money differently. And they're understanding that if I just take the time out to put a little bit up and not bother it, it will grow for me. Mm. So that, that's a big tool to help your children learn. And um, for little babies, you can do things like you can make a mock bank. You can make a mock bank. Now, I know this because my aunt and her husband do, did this for their children. They used to every every Saturday. You're very welcome, Jennifer. Every Saturday, they would make a fake bank, and then they would give their kids allowance on Saturdays. And then they would be like, you have to deposit half of your allowance into the bank. So the kids would come to them. They would pretend to be the teller. They would give them half their money, and they would tell them, you can do whatever you want with the other half, but this stays here to grow. And that Mm -hmm. taught them about interest rates, about all of that. So now my cousins are really good at saving their money and going to the bank and putting money away, you know, and that's because their parents took the time to teach them as little children, but did it as like, you know, in a fun way. So there are lots of ways you can teach your children at different phases in their life. So Mm -hmm. as far as my website goes, my website is www.uces, S as in Sam, pp.net forward slash Jones, 1977 when you go to that website it's going to open up to everything I was talking about today and all you have to do is click what's included bless you all you have to do is click what's included and it will open up all the services and you can read in detail what these services will do for you if you are interested at the very end of that it'll say enroll now you click enroll now my application comes up you can get started I'll get a notification that you signed up and I will give you a call and walk you through activating your services properly so guys I want to I just want to I just want to say to Alyssa your platform it needs to be worldwide this is amazing I am so serious the Lord has a huge blessing on your life this is amazing because to be able to speak to someone in real time, about real situations, and to be real. You know, some people come on, they're super professional, and they don't really want to talk the way that they want to talk because they feel like people are looking at them in a professional way. Me, I am me, 100%. It is what it is.
0: You and me both. You know,
1: like, I have the education. I am a nurse. I have a criminal justice degree. Like, I get it. I got all of that. But that didn't matter during the pandemic. It was like, go home. So you just got to be who you are at all times, degree or not, you know? So I really love this platform a lot. And I will be tuning in to more of the ones that you put out. Please tag me because I would love to sit and hear the different subjects that you come up with. This is amazing. And I hope today that this has helped someone. It has definitely
0: helped. It has definitely helped because when you started talking about now you you talked about tons of different things, and I usually try to go 45 minutes to an hour. We are now at an hour and 22 minutes, so I'll, <laughs> I'll go all the way. you know, I could cap it off at about an hour and a half, but you were given such great information, and especially when you started talking about children, when you started talking about children, I know for sure that both of my children have learned different things from me. Same household, but they have two totally different takeaways. Like Troy is extremely fearless with money. Troy is about this life, you know. Troy will stash money off to the side, but this little twenty-two-year-old is exactly who I meant to be my whole life. That fearless person. She's jet-setting everywhere. She's living her life. She's experiencing a bit a million different things. Where Miles has, uh, because Miles was my baby that was with me when um, I was young. So I was still in college, still trying to figure it out, and all of those things. And then Miles was Miles also was along when life was grand. Mm-hmm. But my, Miles was with me, too, when we hit that lull in his young adulthood. We hit right. that lull. And, and now Miles kind of operates from that scared money kind of space. You know, like he's hoarding money. He's holding on. He's very, very, very cautious. Where Troy ain't. Troy is just like, I'm, I'm out. Yeah. I'm going <laughs> to do it. You know, everything's taken care of. She's extremely on point, but she's living she is fearless with it. And I love that for her because we set her up in a different way than we set miles up. So I think it's the difference in in what we did as parents that makes them different in who they are to be perfectly honest. So that part, where you started talking about children and, you know, beginning to pull back and helping them to understand money matters and having this conversation, if you were not with us, when she said this, she said that the conversations about money If you don't start super early because you're the parent, you can do whatever you want to do, but they definitely need to be had by the time they start high school. Because at that point is when they can start getting summer jobs. They can work, you know, at 16, you can get your working papers and work all year long. You want them to be financially savvy. So we're just not blowing money all of the time that, you know, because some people will blow money and then still need to borrow money. You just got paid. You just got paid. And you're asking me for something. So we want them to be financially savvy. We don't want them to make the same mistakes that we've made. We don't want them to have the same struggles that we had. We want them to be financially sound, financially literate first and then financially sound. Also for us as adults, because I, you know, social media. Yep social media has me kind of (laughs) of twisted sometimes like yo you're my age why are you being foolish like this like what are you doing but still some of us are caught up in a a space we're caught Mm -hmm. up in a space where we need to show and prove all that we have we need to do all the things that are happening on social media we need to throw the money up in the air and if that is in fact your thing if that's your thing that's your thing but let's be financially wise let's spread let's disseminate this great information so the people who need it and want it, we're not forcing it on anybody, again, I say, but people who needed it and wanted to move forward, quietly, privately, we have that information for you. Reach out to Tiffany. She has given all of her information. I want you to have it. Yes, age 14 for working papers for summers uh, when you can work um, during the summer. So age 14 is when you can work um, during uh, off school times. <clears throat> Sixteen years old is when you can work year round, so you can have the little uh, Chick Fil A job, you know, after right. school, whatever the case. So, absolutely, you're absolutely right, Norma.
1: <clears throat> I do have um, I do have an event coming up this Sunday, mm-hmm. at three p.m. at the pub in Pensauken, New Jersey. Um, if anyone would like to attend, you can RSVP with me, and it's called Classy Credit Chicks. It's where both myself and a lot of women throughout the organization in this company are going to get together and we are personally going to sit and talk with people about credit repair and you know it's, it's a really big event and it, we're actually we're actually going worldwide with this thing because right now we have it everywhere in Dallas in Houston we have it in Florida we have it in Charlotte North Carolina where we just started the tri-state um, classy credit chicks it's going to be our first stop of our tour is at the pub because most of us come from the city of Camden, Philadelphia. We have some people in Delaware, but Classy Credit Chicks is going to take over.
0: Classy in- Credit Chicks is tomorrow, right? Tomorrow yeah, at the pub at what? 3 P.M. Time? At three p.m. at the pub in Pensacomb, right there at the Old Circle. Right. right you know, right. so um, the pub. Um, 3 PM tomorrow is what the 6th, 6th, February 6th, February 6th at 3 PM at the pub. Classy credit chicks. That's dope. Just in its name. That's pretty dope. (laughs) That's pretty dope. So I need for you guys to get out there. If you know for sure that your credit is lacking. And I told her before we started, I I swear I've been doing everything correct. I'm so extremely on point right now. I'm so pleased with myself. Mm -hmm. And then I got a notification the other day saying, you know, through credit wise, it's, it's from one of my credit cards. And they told me that I was my credit score had changed and they said I was down 16 points. Mm-hmm. I was like 16 points like what did I do it really had me landing in a bed like wanting to put a cold rag over my <laughs> head like I've I've been doing everything right how am I down 16 points so mm-hmm. I really need to know the intricacies of of uh of credit because mm-hmm. I, I don't know what I could have possibly done wrong that would cause me you know to be 16 point down 16 points down so if you are like me, still trying to figure it all out, I think you need to get there. And even if that's not your thing, because some of us are definitely afraid of COVID. Mm-hmm. <laughs> some of us don't want to gather, you know, um, you there's an opportunity, which is a smaller event on Wednesdays at Magic on Haddon, that you can come because it's an event that kind of people are steadily flowing in and out. So you don't have to be there with a the crowd. So make sure that you can get there then. Or if you want that one-on-one attention. Tiffany is available for the one-on-one attention. Please just reach out, learn all that she has to offer. Make sure that you do tap into Tiffany. This is not my area of expertise. I find people who can say, you know, can talk to y'all about all of the things that are on my mind, you know, with mm-hmm. expertise, the level of expertise. So here she is, tap in. Get to know exactly what you need to know as you, if you're planning to buy a house, don't just decide, wake up one day and say that you want to buy a house. It it just don't go like that. There's some preparing that needs to happen. So get all of the information. I brought her to you. Please tap it. I need to go. It is now one hour, 29 minutes. So you know what it is that we do y'all next week though, is Venus versus Mars. So Venus versus. No, no, no. What is next? No, next week is Valentine's Day. So, you know, matter of fact, it is Valentine's Day and the Super Bowl. So, you know, I'm not bothering y'all at all because the women are going to be in love. The men are going to be focused on the Super Bowl. It's going to be strife going on all over the place because it is totally opposite weekends for us. We want to be all wrapped in, basking in, and dipped in love. And they're somewhere trying to get their jersey and wings together to bring all their boys over to the house. So we're not even going to bother you next weekend because it is lovers weekend, lovers and Super Bowl weekend. But the next week, the third weekend of the month, we will be back with um, Venus versus Marth. Keith and I will be back on. And we will be talking about women. Are you really ready for your Boaz that you've been praying for? Are you really ready for it? We're going to have that conversation, baby. And Keith has been gearing up for it for a long time. So bring your a game so that you can argue in the comments to help me out because I have my feelings for sure. But we are going to be talking about, are you really ready for your Boaz? The Boaz that you've been praying for, are you ready for it? So that is the next weekend, two weekends away from now, because next weekend is lovers, Super Bowl weekend. I don't know how y'all going to handle it, ladies. I'm so (laughs) excited. single so i'm gonna be basking in my own love and watching some fake wings so however y'all handle it you know i'm here for you if you need to talk you know talk through the situation but i do love you guys make sure that you come back in two weeks to weekends versus wilds worldwide make sure that you tap into tiffany because she got the goods you need to tap in. You need to tap in. We can't just continue to just go out here on a whim, not knowing exactly where we stand, going and sitting in seats asking people for credit when we don't know what our credit scores are, what it is. Yes, fake wings. You know how I do with my, um, my, my uh, yeah, faking, right? faking and things and all kinds of fake stuff. So I need for everybody. it is time now time to pulse check, so two fingers on your inner wrist. what it is that you feel, if you have a pulse, it is because you still have a purpose on this Earth. If you have a pulse, just know for sure that God has kept you here for a reason. You have a purpose, something that you are supposed to do in this lifetime. I need for you to find your purpose, walk in your purpose, and live out your purpose every single thing, because it would be awful. For you not to do what it is that God has purposed you to do because somebody is tied to you doing what it is that you need to do.
1: So can you imagine
0: leaving this life and somebody didn't get their healing, their next level or their knowledge because you never did what you did? Pulse check as often as you need to. Pulse check. Get yourself on point. Keep yourself on point because somebody is relying on you to get them to their next level. I love you guys. Thank you all for tuning in. You guys came out in masses today. So thank you, Tiffany, for all of the people that you brought to my platform today. Thank you for being you and thank you for your yes. I appreciate you joining me on my platform. You didn't have to, but you did and you showed up and you showed out, even though she is a nurse and she didn't worked all night, y'all. So look how <laughs> cute she is after all that with no sleep. I appreciate you. So I need for you guys to support her because we need to get to the next point. We need to start buying the block. And while I do recognize that everybody is not built for entrepreneurship, I do recognize that. But we all need to have stronger credit. We need to be on point. We need to get out of debt. We need not leave our children gangs and mounds of debt that they will never be able to get from underneath. It would be totally unfair. Our parents didn't do it to us. We shouldn't do that to them. I love you guys. I will see you guys back here in two weeks. Tiffany, don't log off when I end the broadcast because I want to talk to you for a couple seconds. I love you guys. Have a great, great, great weekend. See you See you on Sunday for Becoming, but I'll see you in two weeks for Weekends with Wilds Worldwide. Bye-bye, y'all.